British Columbia, um, they have been given authorization by the federal government to decriminalize possession of small amounts of illegal drugs, up to two and a half grams of illicit drugs. This was the announcement made by Carolyn Bennett the Federal Mental Health and Addictions Minister, yesterday. This time-limited exemption is the first of its kind in Canada, and with it comes great responsibility for the health, safety, and well-being of the people in British Columbia, and a template for other jurisdictions across Canada. Yeah, other jurisdictions now weighing in and uh, reacting to this announcement as to whether or not they might go ahead or not. Our Premier, Jason Kenney, has some concerns about the announcement he heard yesterday. Obviously, this is a slippery slope. And, I mean, we've gone from the Prime Minister saying seven months ago that he would not even consider this to legalizing hard drugs in a province of five million people right next door to us. Now, we're going to get into an argument over uh, semantics and terminology once again. This has been decriminalized. It has not been legalized, okay? So you know what that means. Think of alcohol, right? It's not legal to consume alcohol here, there, and everywhere, but you're not going to necessarily be charged criminally. So is it a criminal offense? All these sorts of things. Basically, if you're caught with two and a half grams of drugs or less in British Columbia, you will not be arrested or charged criminally with an offense. Okay, so is it still open to fines and all the rest of that stuff? Not sure, but um, we'll see where this goes from here. There's been a number of groups that have pushed for this, and as you heard, you know, there's some groups that aren't, including our premier. Um, Let's chat now with uh, Leslie McBain. Leslie is uh, one of the co-founders of Moms Stop the Harm, which is a group that has done a tremendous amount of work around the opioid overdose epidemic that's taking place right across our country. Um, Leslie is originally from Edmonton, but she now lives in B.C., um, has worked around this B.C. decriminalization effort, uh, and knows all about what it might mean for drug users in that part of the world. So let's chat with Leslie now and get an update. Leslie, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Hi, well, thank you very much. Okay, first of all, uh, Mom Stopped the Harm, one of the groups that wanted to see this, right, that thought decriminalization could be an effective strategy, among others, in in reducing the uh, overdose epidemic. Well, yes and no. Okay. Um, first of all, I just want to respond, to, just to clarify, respond to um, Jason Kenney's comment. He is not understanding that this is not legalizing right. hard drugs. It's and as you said, it is taking the criminal criminality uh, out of people who possess small amounts. It, it's about people. It's not about you know the drugs. Okay, I so I, I, I looked for the detail. I said maybe you can fill me in. What is I mean? Is it fines now? Like you're not going to be criminally charged, but it's not legal. So um, exactly, what does the law say in terms of what will now be in place in British Columbia? Can you still be fined starting in January? No. Okay. No, there will be no consequences. You will a person may be given some resources, you know, that they could uh, access around recovery if they want to, and so on, mental health supports. But there are there is no fines. If you get if you like in Oregon, for instance, they they say they have decriminalization, but they actually uh, fine people a hundred dollars, or uh, they are forced to go into some yeah. kind of a a program. So that's not really decriminalizing. This is is completely just taking the the criminal justice system out of an encounter if police should find 2.5 grams or less on a person of illegal substances. 
So it's really good. I mean, it's a very, very good step in the right direction. We think the amount of 2.5 grams is, is far too small, and there's reasons for that. But on, on the face of it, it is a really historic step. Um, why is it seen as possibly a way to make things better? Mm-hmm. Well, there's not much more uh, stigmatizing thing that a person can go through than to be arrested and go to jail for for anything, really. Um, so it will help the public understand that people who use drugs or possess drugs are not criminals. They're just people who happen to possess a substance. Um, it's a, you know, if it's a crime, it's a victimless crime. It isn't a crime. It's a health issue. Uh, people take drugs for all kinds of reasons. It could be you know, relaxing on the weekend or experimenting with with drugs or they're dependent. And um, this really addresses people who are dependent. Well, all groups, actually, uh, just helps them stay out of the criminal justice system. Uh, They're not they're not hurting anyone but themselves, possibly, if, uh, you know, if they're using these drugs. So they shouldn't be criminalized. Well, and let's see, the other side of that argument, of course, is the fact that we've criminalized this and we've made um, addiction part of the criminal justice system in North America for a very, very long time with absolutely no positive outcome. It just, it simply hasn't worked, right? You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's, you know, the war on drugs uh, has been going on for a hundred years or more, and it hasn't worked. We obviously it hasn't worked. More and more people are dying every day from a toxic drug supply, which is a direct result of, you know, prohibition on on drugs. So, no, it hasn't worked, and yet we keep doing. You know, the governments keep doing the same thing over and over. But this step of decriminalization, uh, flawed as it might be, is is uh, at least the government is is talking about it and making moves. So, so we're, we're happy about that. Um, and as you say, flawed as it may be, where do you see the shortcomings with what this plan proposes? What would you like to see done differently? Oh, the one really important thing is the, the thresholds, the amount of drugs. Uh, 2.5 grams is very, very small. And uh, for people who are dependent, um, it's, it's, it's almost a ridiculous amount. So it, what it does, what it can do for people who are dependent on drugs is to force them back into that wherever their drug dealer is because they, they have no options except to purchase illicit substances, pushes them into that black market um, more times in a day, thereby, you know, their, their vul- vulnerability increases. You know, they could get a bad batch. They could, um, you know, lots of bad things could happen. So uh, the 2.5 threshold for us um, and all the advocates. Uh, we just think that's way too low. Um, we wish it had been 4.5, which is also low. That's what we were pushing for. Um, but then, you know, we get the 2.5. We're, we're not happy with that. We think it, it could even be counterproductive. But just the fact that decriminalization is spoken about and we get the exemption again. So it's the good news, bad news. But the good news, I think, at this moment, outweighs the sort of bad news. One of the arguments, uh, it's, you know, a lot of the different provinces weighing in, Manitoba says they're not considering at this point, they're not, uh, you know, they're Mm -hmm. looking at different options, and they're more uh, focused on, you know, dealing with dealers and suppliers and things like that. Our premier said, you know what, we've got this anyway. Uh, You don't have to bring in a law. Pretty much it's been looked the other way with small amounts of drugs. Anyhow, police hardly ever arrest people in Edmonton and Calgary. So are we dealing with a problem that may not even exist? I mean, I think... The, the perception among drug users is what's important. And as you say, the, the stigma and the fear of criminal penalty keeps them from seeking help, I guess, right? Is that is that the main barrier that you see with this? 
Um, that, that, that is certainly part of it. Yeah. It's also, you know, historic interactions with, with systems. People who use drugs are afraid and don't trust systems for good reasons. Um, so, so this goes some distance to uh, possibly show, show people that use drugs that the government is giving it a try. Um, and again, as Mr. Kenny pointed out that, um, you know, uh, sorry, Justin Trudeau had said this is not a silver bullet. He'd never go for it. And here we are. Uh, so we are making progress. Um, other provinces will look at it. They may, as you say, they won't embrace it. Yeah. But over time and with evidence, they'll see that this actually is saving money, is keeping people out of, out of courts and out of criminal justice system, and also lowering stigma You know, for the public seeing people who use drugs. So I think we're on a roll here. It might be a very, very slow roll, as everything is, but um, it's go- certainly going in the right direction. Yeah, I got a text from a, a, a listener, and, and I think we've covered it, but maybe just to put a succinct little summation here. Um, how mm. does this step, how do you perceive that it may reduce the overdose epidemic, which we know is really just growing and growing day by day? How would this stem that surge? It won't, in a word. It, w- it will not. Um, the only thing that will stop the epidemic of, of toxic drug poisoning death is a safe, regulated legal supply implemented by, by the government and, you know, rolled out in different pathways. Decriminalization will not stop the deaths. Um, it may have an effect on further policy decisions, um, you know, and we can look ahead and it, w- it will take forever. It'll take a long time. I always yeah. say it's like turning the Titanic. It takes yeah. a long time. Uh, but in the moment, no. The the person who texted, uh, that's a, the perfect question. You know, will it will it stop the death? The fact is, no, no, it won't. But as you say, there's so many things that need to be done. Uh, this is a step forward. And uh, as you say, it's a it's a battle that's going to take a very, very long time to move forward. It is. I, I hope it doesn't. But having been doing this for a number of years, I, I see how how things go slowly. Uh, maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe we'll right. be surprised. You, know, but... <laughs> you never know. Uh, Leslie, Who thank knows? you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us.